Hello, welcome back. Um, kind of excited because the other day uh, on April 20th, 27 people listened to my podcast, which is a new number for me and super, super just excited to say, to say thank you to all of you. So thank you. I appreciate all of you listening. And um, this today's podcast has been something that I've been trying to express for the last at least three weeks um you know when you when you really when you really have something important right you have this expectation of it going perfectly so you want everyone to know exactly how you feel but you just don't know how to say it um all right so it's kind of like uh, here here's an example it's kind of like listening to sad songs right why do we listen to sad songs to make us feel worse? Mm, no. You listen to sad songs because you can't kind of speak out loud to exactly how you feel. So you can't express how you feel. So you listen to somebody else who's found a way to express it. And now you're like, this is exactly what it is. And then you either send it to someone that you're, you're trying to, you know, communicate with. That, that you just can't find the words to. So you're like, here's, here's Diplo's new song, Lonely. And I can't, I can't quite express it. Oh, actually, it's not Lonely. It's Heartless uh, with uh, Diplo and Julia Michaels, which is so amazing. So I, I would truly, you know, wish that you'd go listen to it because it's pretty out there. But yeah, um, other than introducing you to new songs... This this podcast is something that I had this like expectation of like, okay, I want all of my listeners to, to listen to it this way. I want to have the perfect words, etc. And sometimes it just doesn't go that way. Yet, when things align and you actually know how to express yourself, it's truly just dumbfoundingly amazing. And today I have reached that space. So... I was reading these these uh, like quotes here and there and I came across this online and it was this person saying in a comment, it said, my current relationship has taught me that there's no such thing as, in speech marks, this is who I am, take it or leave it. Then it continues on saying, when you truly love a person, you work on your toxic traits you learn to communicate, you listen when your partner expresses their feelings. All right, goodness. Woo. Um, I don't think I could have said it any better. And I truly don't think I could have uh, made a better episode if I hadn't have found this. This kind of kind of like just aligns a lot of different thoughts that I've had and a lot of thoughts that I've had were very forced because I wanted to say it a certain way I wanted you to know what I mean but sometimes it'll just flow when it's meant to you know like your words will just have meaning without you having to overthink it without you overcompensating so what what is it that why are we labeling people toxic why are we just saying these things is because when we haven't worked on on our own traits so we move from relationship to relationship because we just don't think that that there's anything wrong with us we think that we're fine it's the other person's doing the other person's doing so we're just going to 
you know, let them take the blame for it. And we're just going to move forward. Because it couldn't be us, could it? In Absolutely not. Like, it just couldn't be. Because we're, we're fine. We've been great for the last... God knows how many ever years you've been on this planet. We've been so good for so long. How could it be us? Yet, all of us need work. You know? Have you ever asked yourself what you're dealing with? Or why you're labeling somebody else toxic? Or calling a relationship toxic when there might just be something that you could work on yourself? There might be... You know, something that that you're running away from and you're going from one partner to the next because you don't want to face that yourself. You don't want to look in the mirror and be like, okay, this is something that I have to work on on my own. And, you know, I, I truly love this person and this could work. Now, of course, I'm not saying if this person is like verbally, physically abusive, then, okay, that's a problem. Like, <laughs> I hope, you you know, you don't kind of put it the extreme, the polar opposites. Okay, there are, you know, things out there that could be completely not worth your time. Yet, there's things that, that just need some work and some love. And some truly honest thought. And then it'll, it'll stop being a dysfunction and it'll function. I've really been working on this a lot and thinking about this word like dysfunction, dysfunctional, dysfunctional. What is it? It just means that the function just needs some WD-40 in it. Or like in my fat Greek wedding or my my Greek, I, I don't know, how, you know the movie I'm talking about. The father, what does he use on everything? From cuts to scrapes to, to issues, everything's Clorox. Is a Windex? Is Windex. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I've been looking for Clorox. That's why I say Clorox. But it's Windex. He fixes everything with Windex. Why can't we find our Windex? What's stopping you from finding your Windex and actually just going to work? Nothing should stop you from finding your Windex. You shouldn't have to go from relationship to relationship and label the other person toxic just because you have some work to do yourself. And it's it, in a relationship... It is two people, you know? I'm not saying that it's all you. They need to work on themselves too. But it takes a lot of patience. And you've got to realize, like, are they worth it? Why do you keep going around in the same cycle? It's because you haven't changed your vibration. You haven't changed your, your, your level of frequency. And that's why the cycle keeps repeating itself. But work can be done to a point where the dysfunction leaves and the both of you can get back to functioning. I've seen it happen. It just, it just depends on you. Like, have you decided to turn around and be like, okay, I'm going to put in work. Like, every day we're, we're going to kind of journal together or we're going to do an activity to a point where our self-growth and our self-healing can be done together. And of course, you don't have to do it together. You can do it solo as well. 
But have you asked yourself that question? That's where it all stems from. It stems from you as well. Because in, in, in this present society, from what I've looked around from, is whenever somebody says, oh, I'm going to a counsellor, and other people call it a psychiatrist, it's like, oh, goodness, like you must have some really major issues or you must be a super depressed being if you have to do all that. Why? Why can't talk therapy be normalized? Why can't we want to help ourselves? Why do we have to be suffering from a certain illness in order for us to want to just be better people in society? I've grown up having talk therapy and it's, it's to a point really helped me. But there's been years in my, adult, uh, in my adult life where I haven't. I've dealt with, with one of my parents not being completely amazing. Um, in particular, I'll be honest with you, I have no, point, I have no, I have no reason to hide. My, my dad was very, very awful. And he did all sorts of things. From torment me, as in like, as a child, tell me that that if I didn't tuck my shirt in, he would leave me. To a point where one day he left me when I was seven. I was seven years old. My grandfather had just died. And he was, my grandfather was my, my father figure because my dad was never around. He had just died. My, my father said, tuck your shirt in. And if you don't, I'm gonna leave you here and I'm gonna walk away. And I was very uncomfortable and I didn't want to tuck my shirt in, so I said, no, I don't want to. And he left me in India, in the middle of like this very busy intersection and just left. I didn't even know how to get home. I was, I think about one neighborhood away from, from my house. So I've walked with my mom and my grandmom to a point where I, you know, I kind of recall how to get home, but I'm seven, I have no supervision. There's cars, there's no, there's no lights that, that stop the cars from going here or there. It's not like, it's, it's not like a, a normal crosswalk. There is a zebra crossing, but there's, there's nothing stopping a car from just hitting you. I didn't know how to get home, but I, I, I walked slowly. I tried to piece together where the house was. I saw the familiar faces. People knew me and they smiled. And they said, hey, where are you going? And then I said, hey, I don't know how to get home. And this one fruit seller walked me home. And I went upstairs and I told my mum what happened. And my mum was really cross. My dad called in the evening to just talk to my mum. And my mum was like, she decided to, to ask him where I was just so that he would admit to doing what he did and he acted like I was home he acted like I knew that that I got home and then she played along and said no he's not here I watched this as a child after losing my role model I watched it so I'm not sitting here telling you that, that I'm perfect. Sorry, <laughs> bit emotional here. <clears throat> I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm perfect. I'm not 
by any way, shape or form perfect. There's parts of me that are broken. There's parts of me that I don't talk about. And they need work. But I want you to know that that's alright. I want you to know that you're not toxic. You might have some traits that are. But you as a person. You're just one step away from being functional. You might be dysfunctional for for a moment, for a day. But if you put in the work. You're gonna, you're gonna realize that you're worth it. I truly hope you realize that you're worth it. That these labels that people give us, that they're just not it, chief. <laughs> they're just not it. People themselves are going through things that we don't know. Yet, we take their words and we we let them stab us. We let them poke holes in our shadows. And now all of a sudden, these voids, they, they create larger and larger. And then we think that maybe if we eat something, we'll feel better, like cookies or biscuits. I'm gonna stop this for a quick moment. Cookies in America are sweet treats. Where I'm from, biscuits, salty or regular as in sweets are called the same biscuits so when i refer to them as biscuits i could be meaning cookies or i could be meaning like um wheat thins they're all the same to us just so you know and that was your your um what do you call it vocabulary lesson for the day (laughs) um but yeah coming back sorry i digress coming back um just so that you get get it i'll i'll tell you this sentence that truly m- m- truly meant a lot to me hurt people hurt people so that's a hurt people comma hurt people same words but two different meanings when you're hurt that emotion that is so heightened that all you want to do is just let the other person know exactly how you feel. So you hurt them right back. Yet you don't understand what you're doing. You're not helping yourself or the other person. You're not sitting down and and realizing, hey, you know what? How am I going to feel two weeks from now when I say this or do this? That's why you should never make a decision when you're either very happy or very sad. Because... That leads to absolutely nothing. When you're very happy, you commit yourself to doing all of these tasks. You're like, all right, I'll get to work at 11 every day. When in actuality, getting to work at 11 every day might not happen. Or when you're very sad and you break up with someone because you're feeling sad and you're you're filled with anxiety, maybe three weeks from now, you're going to look back and realize... I shouldn't have done that because I needed to have just sat down and and kind of thought why I was doing this. Because hurt people hurt people. It's just that simple. 
So before you commit yourself to something, when you're very happy or very sad, realize that that you're on a polar high or a polar low. You're in an extreme feeling. It's not a normalized feeling. So take time before you commit yourself to something, or before you end something. Sit with it. Give it the rational thought that it deserves. And in conclusion of this episode, sorry, I stuttered. In conclusion of this episode, what I hope you get from this is that life is just one, literally one, self-realization away from being functional. So dysfunction isn't toxic. All it takes is some work to fix and repair something that's just gone astray. You can fix a lot of things. Everything needs fixing from time to time. You just need to find your, your Windex. You need to find peace in the person that you're with, in yourself. And I do also want to say this for the people that, that are single and don't have a significant other and aren't going through something like this. That's fine too. But just know that you've got to, to find your inner child and just make peace. Much like my issues that I went through with my father, I read a passage that I will share with you in the next episode. And, and I'll read the whole passage out so you, can, so you can understand why I'm talking about this today and how I had this awakening and how this, this episode even came to be. I spent three pages worth of time forgiving my father for, and, and then walking up to my inner child where you visualize you walking up to your younger self and you telling your younger self that it's okay that we went through that and that we're going to repair this and that we're going to be better people as an adult. As an adult, you go back, you visualize your child as in you as a child and you, you talk to, to this inner child and, and you repair these abandonment issues that you had. So now when you're, when you're an adult and you happen to go into a relationship, you don't bring this baggage in and you don't worry about them leaving. You don't worry about them finding somebody funnier, someone more charismatic, someone taller than you, more muscular than you, more money than you. The person who's meant for you truly isn't going to even think about those things. Yet you are going to think that they are. You're going to project your abandonment issues onto them. And believe you in me that it's going to eat you up alive. Every day, instead of you being happy and sharing the moment with them, you're going to wonder what void you have to fill in them and in you in order for them to stay around with you. When in real, in real life, in the moment... You're absolutely beautiful and you have so much to offer by being just who you are. This is a self-realization that, that I'm working on every day. That, that some days I can't seem to get through because they're like waves. 
and you just have to surf them. However strong the current is, you just have to get up on that board and find a way just to get past that. And you can't let this whole, oh, I'm not good enough, eat you up. Because you're one step away from being absolutely functional. You know what? You're functional right now. You're good just the way you are. And in this moment, you are doing the best you can and that's all that matters. That's what I want you to take away from this. That's how I want to end this. I want you to know that doing the best you can is very, very great. It's not good enough. It's great. You're doing great. You understand? That's the message. That's what we're going to that's what we're going to walk away from from this episode. Thank you for for listening. If you've come this long, I appreciate you for following me on my journey and I hope it strengthens you. That's that's the reason why I'm doing this. Is to shed light on on us doing this together and us overcoming these these obstacles together. And it's okay to to feel emotional polarities. It's okay. Just don't make decisions when you feel them. That's all. And if this helps you, please um, you know, reach out and let me know. That would that would be great. And I also want to thank you for listening to all of these. Thank you for being a healthy thought. Thank you for staying up with me one more episode. And thank you for reaching out to your inner child and being functional. Because you are important. And you mean something to this world. You make it a better place. Thank you so much. Have a good night.